Good morning. First thing Friday so time for fresh fix. I am Simon Andrews and this is the audio version of my insider newsletter, made with Amazon Polly and a synthetic voice. Enjoy. Fix slash insider, Friday April 8th. Social. The latest Piper Sandler taking stock with teens is as insightful as ever. Apple dominates with 87% having an iPhone and 72% AirPods. Amazon is top retail site but has declined a little, especially amongst upper-income females. TikTok beat Snap, just, for the first time and Netflix ties with YouTube. One more insight into the young looked up the new Snapchat generation report, obviously a little more biased but still a good indication of how people are using social. To celebrate the deaf and hard-of-hearing communities, they are launching an American Sign Language alphabet lens. Vogue Business now do a TikTok trend tracker, in our own good TikTok creative we look at the Tate Modern and other arts organizations using TikTok. This Guardian piece considers how the range of content on TikTok has evolved. A quick flick through while definitely not procrastinating writing this very article delivered me a tutorial on the vanishing point in art, a guide to men's wedding fashion by the season, how to get perfect form on inclined dumbbell presses and a LinkedIn page our deep dive our deep dive our deep dive optimization strategy all delivered with the backing track of the same annoying nine seconds of a song and intercut with clips of a guy walking around a Woolworths saying something rude and pretending he's actually talking to a friend on the phone. Here someone purports to have cracked the algorithm, it's all about ratios apparently, and here an agency exec deconstructs how to create a TikTok trend. No real aha moments but both are interesting. The next big thing in social? Be Real grew fast in France and is now taking off amongst US students. It's random notification giving you just two minutes to take a picture, taken with the camera rather than from the roll, is proving infectious. Newt. Our deep dive on new TV this week majored on two big topics, will Netflix sell ads and who will buy Channel 4? If you'd like to read it as a one of sample click here. This US report talks of a robust rebound in cinema advertising, but is the audience back? Whilst I've seen sold-out shows at the theater, my experience of the cinema suggests it's a way to go to get to the levels we were used to before the pandemic. Batman and Spider-Man may do well but is anything else? Balancing the bias to the US in coverage of new TV, French event last week saw a good presentation from Omdia, Avad platforms are here to stay. They talked of how Avad services like Roku and Samsung are hugely popular in many territories and people are open to ads. People don't mind the adverts if they will watch premium content and pay half. Hybrid seems to be the ideal way of monetizing content. Merchant the focus on store tech goes to a new level with Carrefour partnering with a VC firm to launch Dastor, a dedicated venture capital fund aimed at investing in early-stage startups which are addressing the digital retail space. Initial funding is 80 million euros. Merchant media is truly global, we see Coles in Australia launching their media offering to compete with the hugely successful Cartology from Woolworths. Talking with someone today I was told Australian clients are going to Cartology in preference to their media agencies. And we should remember one of the early movers in merchant media was Australian firm Citrus Ads, now part of Publicis. As the space takes off we are seeing retailers struggle to optimize the customer experience. Retailers with less mature programs and a smaller pool of addressable advertisers should take a data-driven approach to measuring relevancy to determine the right number of ads to show. Click-through rate, center, is the best proxy for relevancy. Monitoring this metric helps retailers identify the right moment to expand the number of slots they want to allocate to advertisers. Other signs of a maturing market is the move to niche online grocery. In the US firms focusing on Asian customers are getting investment. 
Can this niche approach work or will the bigger firms just add more products to their infinite shelf? As the pandemic recedes physical stores are getting their cachet back and DTC brands are testing them as a new channel and as a marketing strategy if you are considering this you should talk with a peer here. At the other end of that thinking is Farfetch and Neiman Marcus Group partnering to expand Bergdorf Goodman's e-commerce capabilities and reach. Being really good at both online and offline is the only way to win. Getting delivery right is also crucial, thing testing look at the economics of free shipping as Amazon and Google persevere with drone delivery. Your 2022 Guide to Drive Retail Sales and Reach New Customers with Google AdTech Is Apple about to turn the screw on privacy again? There is some speculation that the private relay service introduced for Cloud Plus customers could be rolled out to all iPhone users. The service is designed to encrypt all connections to hide your IP address and prevent anyone from knowing your location or your identity, including Apple. Given how widely IP addresses are used post-ATT, especially for attribution, any expansion would be devastating for online ads, particularly for Facebook. 2PM cover this well and also consider the Apple ambitions for their advertising business. On privacy we now see articles worrying about first-party data like this neat one, you're still being tracked on the internet, just in a different way. In the meantime measurement is moving, but slowly, with an update on the attribution reporting API from Chrome. A fixed friend from Hybrid Theory added a great post in our Guild community on this topic pointing out the latest moves from Safari, Google, Edge, Meta and Mosaic, it's getting complicated. A News Corp exec writes an opinion piece suggesting that IAB seller-defined audiences better than Google Topics. It's a reminder that even once we get some final proposals from Google, the rest of the industry need to either embrace them or have a viable alternative. I think the privacy issues raised in this piece make sense, is there a middle ground? Creative Ben Jones the head of Google's Unskippable Labs talks about the unskippable future of storytelling, how to cut through when all the rules have changed. Really good. And Keltra have a new podcast where they interview an agency exec about creativity and performance advertising. Epic have released a new version of their Unreal Engine, so much potential here but the ad industry, with a few exceptions, has not really embraced the possibilities. Web3 The Piper-Sandler study mentioned above suggests the metaverse is struggling. While 26% of teens own a VR device, just 5% use it daily. 48% of teens are either unsure or not interested in the metaverse. Reading about agencies building HQs in the metaverse feels like we are back to second life in 2007. And some of the ideas feel like revisiting old campaigns, VW and NFT treasure hunt for example. A company that creates NFTs for brands has raised $6 million, but Novel sits on the new Shopify NFT platform. Layers of complexity? We are looking for the shamans of Web3, and trying to ignore the charlatans. Plus plus. Amazon to spend billions on space launches as SpaceX ramps up satellite internet service, Wall Street Journal. Uber looks to create travel super app by adding planes, trains and rental cars. From Apple to Google, big tech is rushing to build VR and our headsets, The Economist. What happened to Starbucks? How a progressive company lost its way? Do your marketing metrics show you the full picture? HBR. Avinash Kaushik has some invaluable tips on telling stories with data. The next 10, Artificial Intelligence, Group. Dollmiddle.e2, a new AI system that can create realistic images and art from a description in natural language.